Now on the tee, it's Maddie and the Caddy. Here's Matt Barry and Michael Collins. It is time for your weekly tee box dysfunction, and it's a special one today because we are playing a home game for me, a road game for the Caddy, but most importantly, we are in the same studio together alongside Woo! the Caddy. Michael Collins. I am the Maddie. This is Maddie and the Caddy. We appreciate the download, subscription, the rates, the listen, however you get your podcast, wherever you get your podcast, the social media at Maddie and Caddy. M-A-T-T-Y, the word and, C-A-D-D-I-E. That is both the Instagram and the Twitter. We'll post some content from here in Bristol today uh, for all you beautiful people out there. And also, Michael, breaking news into the podcast. We can now hear from the Maddie and the Caddy patrons. Now I'm going to give you the number to call. All right? Yes, that's right. We'll put this out on social media. So here's the number. Yep. It is 860-506- Six zero one two. Say it one more time. That is eight six zero five zero six six zero one two. That is the Maddie and Caddy hotline. They can people can our fans can call us now. The people can call, ask yes. questions. We will give life advice. We'll do whatever you want. We'll put it. Yeah, whatever you put. Up, we'll put it on the air. Now we also ask you to be brief when you call. Yes, please don't give us no diet. Uh, our producer Andrew Brooks said, How, "What was the max, Drew?" Well, ideally, sixty seconds is the max, but thirty seconds is is probably okay. Best. Thirty seconds will probably get you on the air. Sixty, 60 seconds, seconds is a lot of listening for a guy like it me. It better be it better be one of the greatest stories we've ever yeah. heard, and not one where you're like, "This is a great story," and all your friends go, "Yeah, that was a, that was a great story." Yeah. So when it look, we will take all calls on anything. Yeah. Life on. advice, girlfriend advice, golf advice, golf questions. Golf debates. Life questions. I mean, like, my favorite type are the ones that come from people like, all right, my buddy and I were playing in a match. He gave me one earlier, a putt, and then I wouldn't give him one later because it was too tight in the match. What do we do? Those, you know, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Or so, I'm playing by myself, like playing by myself, and the starter wants to put me with someone. What oh, do I do? What do you do in that situation? Tell the starter straight up. Now nah, I'm playing. I, I'd rather play alone today. See, this, this is no. about me. Some days... You duff three shots off the tee box, and then nobody wants to play with you. That's true. <laughs> well, because starters will do that. No one takes their job more seriously in the game of golf than a starter. And a, and a volunteer at a PGA Tour event. We call it, You know what it's called? It's called shirt and a hat. We call it shirt and a hat. <laughs> I got shirt and a hat. I got some power now. No, no one listens to me at my house, but hot dang it, someone's going to listen to me here. Yeah, I'm just like there are times where I want to go out and walk nine. By myself. Yes. it. One of the beauties of golf is the fact that you can just be out alone with your thoughts. Yeah. And that's a – some people don't like playing by themselves. But I love playing. Every now and then, that it's my sanctuary. Exactly. It's nice. And I can – if I'm walking with a pool cart, I'll have a little speaker on that's there. It. Play a little I'll bit of music. i cigar. Oh, yeah. And I'll work on things. I'll drop a couple of life. balls and you work You work on life it. out. Yeah. And you and you and you get out there. So that's the kind of stuff we're talking about in the Maddie and Caddy hotline. So again, we appreciate or we encourage you to call eight six zero five zero six six zero one two on today's episode. Oh, hold on. We here's the thing. I will say. Yeah. Since we now have a phone number, do you remember when I gave out my email and said, "Hey, I got. I'm trying to get rid of stuff. I do. Trying to clear. Yeah. I got some really good responses." You did. Really good responses. And I have been trying to respond slowly but surely because, I mean, it's been a crazy few weeks anyway. Yeah. But in doing so, 
I had one. I'm not going to throw the dude under the bus giving his name. Okay. But the dude sent me an empty box. Okay. No return box and no return postage. All right, so he's out. He doesn't get anything. He just sent an empty box. Now, well, I did email At least him there back. wasn't like a head in there or something. And I, <laughs> he said, I even said, uh, bro, why, why did you just send me a, a, how am I supposed to do this? Oh, so you replied to him. Yeah. How'd you know it was for, okay. Because I matched the name up. I got you. Okay. Yeah. So I matched the name up and then sent. And he was like, well, at the post office, they told me all I had to do was send this. And I was like, well, nah, here's how it works. See, the reason you put return postage on it is because I'm not giving you something and paying to send it to you, too. Yeah, pretty self-explanatory. Kind of. Yeah. I thought most everyone else has been really good. Sending bags, really a good, like a priority bag. Yep. The large priority bag that's already stamped and stuff and send it, which is nice. All right. So here's a couple of things with this, which, by the way, I, I do want to tease real quick what we're going to do today on the podcast. Our producer, Drew Brooks, has a list of holiday gifts for the golfer. Yeah. It's coming up. He will list them off, and then we will give them a birdie, par, bogey, don't even think about it. <laughs> Triple. So uh, we're going to do or that. Or Kevin Kisner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to be doing that today. I uh, wouldn't pee on that gift if it was on fire. But but back to your dilemma, because the first thing I think you did incorrectly, you gave your home address. Why is that incorrect? You don't know who's out there. I Yeah, oh, I know there's crazy people out there. So then why give them where, you're, where Mrs. Caddy and, and, and the Caddy kids live? Because everybody knows how to use weapons. And there are plenty of those around my house. So if you come in there for problems, <laughs> guess what? We're plenty prepared for problems. Okay, so you can defend anthrax with a gun? You know my my where my wife let me tell you something right now, okay? <laughs> if the zombie apocalypse happens, yeah. get to my house. Because <laughs> my Caddy where, compound is where ready? my wife works, yeah. that's what she does. Anthrax? Not she doesn't make anthrax, but she makes the antidotes for all of those Get types of things. Get the hell out of here, no, really? Yeah. She's got the antidote? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. She's doing that like you got the antidote. <laughs> so, so, so you think. I'm telling you, if it goes down, get to my house. We already, like, uh, trust me when I tell you, I'm not a, uh, I'm not one of those, they call them preppers. You know those people that they got a yeah, compound they, underground. Well, there used to be shows about that. Yeah, yeah, like I'm not one of those. Okay. Like I ain't got food for two years or nothing like that. But we do have a circle of about eight to ten friends. That if the here's what I'm, what I want around me. Okay. When the lights go off and the electricity grid goes down, and there's no such thing now. Like what happens? When cell phones don't work and there's no electricity. See, that's the first thing I would cut. And, like, if I was going to do that in this situation. Yes. Would be to, to, to just get rid of cell phone towers. You so know what I mean? Like, no if, I, if I wanted to effectively cause chaos, I'd go No communication. Okay, so I'm sorry, as you were. Yeah, so this is what I'm saying. Right. So I have this group of eight to ten people around me that if the lights go out, we're good to go. Like, we will all get together. And there would be everyone has a job. So you formed an eight some, eight uh, to ten. Are these people in your neighborhood? No, not necessarily, but close enough. So you've selected these eight to ten people. We all talk about it when we're together. 
and they all know what they're supposed Everybody to do. Everybody knows what their job is. One per you got one person who's in the medical field, <laughs> so who's like in in maybe a doctor and a nurse. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got one person who is an extreme outdoors person who also was an engineer. So like if we gotta cut down trees and actually build shelters and stuff, or and a lot of hunters. So who also are skilled in weaponry and not just rifles. Okay. Because think about it. At some point, you'll run out of ammunition. That's right. Now what are you going to do? And are you good with a bow? Because guess what? If you can shoot a bow, you know what you can get back? An arrow. (laughs) Once the bullet's gone, (laughs) like what? You're not making bullets. I have have so many questions. Yeah. And so so do the, the patrons. One, are you... Were you the general manager of this franchise? No, actually, nah. You didn't start this. I was brought into the group. You oh, later. Oh, yeah. Okay, so wait. Which is also an important, an important piece of society is entertainment. What do you mean? Who will keep things lighthearted? Because when the lights go out, yeah, the tendency is going for panic and anarchy around. So That's if right. you have a nice group around you. You want someone who can diffuse situations. And that's your role? That will be partly my role. Okay. What is your role in this whole thing? I will, can you not share? It'll be no, I'll have it'll you're multitasking. Okay. So my part of my role will be kind of general happiness of the group. Yeah. Being able to entertain, have a good time. Sure. But also outdoorsman enough to hunt and protection. You're the outdoorsman? And, and I can cook. Not I'm not the full on like I'm not the alpha when it comes to the You guys have that guy. Yeah, we got that dude who was like, figure it out. All right, so when were you called to to come in this this very Lord of the Fly sounding thing? <laughs> <laughs> this is not the Lord of the Fly. <laughs> Who's wearing a pig mask? Uh, Who got the conk? <laughs> yeah. Nah, it just kind of, it was... I think we were all at a Christmas party or a Christmas dinner or like a party, something, whatever. We were all hanging out together sure. at one point, and that conversation came up of, you know, well, what happens when the lights go out? And so when we talked about it, then they were like, well, we already know, like, so-and-so is going to have this role, so-and-so is going to get that. And they go, you're in now because he, you have a specific role as well. And then – my wife is a great cook. So So is she in? Oh yeah. Well she's got the antidotes. Well, yeah, and access to them. That's the other thing. Like this this isn't a place where she works is not a place where you could just kind of walk into off the street. Do the other members of the group know where she works? Yes. And do they know what she does? Yes. Are you sure they aren't the people that are trying to bring us down? When it all goes down. No. Because they now have someone. No. You've seen these movies. But that's the thing. You wouldn't You wouldn't have a, a group like that in place and they'll go, all right, now all we got to do is find someone who works at the laboratory. Like you would already have planned. That would be step one. Step one is who's the person that's going to get us in to sabotage all the antidotes. That would be step one, not step nine. Yeah, but maybe it was step one. Bringing you in was step nine. Nah. Because what happened, we, we potentially could have said, nah. You could have. Because. But they knew we you. We do have other people that potentially could, we could group with as well. Do you guys have a name? No. Why would that? Is now, it? Now what? it's just, now you're playing like no, no, no. fort. <laughs> I mean, what are you guys playing? We're going to play the clubhouse or something. Hey, we got a tree house. 
I I need if other people have this. I need a call. This is a good calling yeah. topic for next week. 860-506-6012. If this Do you exists, have people in your circle when the lights go out, who you who's what's your role and how many people do you have? Producer Drew, is this have you do you do this? I don't. I'm not a zombie apocalypse guy. Okay. Um I can defend my own fort. Um but if if that happens, I'm done. And yeah, I mean, that's because you, if you're by yourself, it. here's the thing. Think about this. All right. You, if you and your wife, when the lights go out, y'all are all by yourself. Who you stopping when they come over to take your stuff? Like, hey, we need your food. And you're like, hold up. Nah, you're not getting my food. And it's just the two of you and there's eight other people coming for you. Who you stopping? I don't think anyone. Yeah, see. My dog will try to be friends with them. Yeah, that's. Actually, he'll be your like, dog will take them food. Yeah, he'll be like, hey, oh, here you go. Hey, hey, yeah. Can hey, I hang with welcome. you guys? Welcome, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's why you should at least have a, have even in fun have that kind of plan, just in case. Just I don't believe that it's going to happen. But, just like but I don't there. believe I don't believe Steph Curry really believes that we didn't go to the moon. I think he actually does believe we went to the moon. I think he was just saying that to be fun. I hope, please, Lord. Yeah, he's yeah. I mean, yeah, he's, he's smart. Enough. Yeah, he's smart enough. But I'm saying. So, but if it does happen, because it is a possibility, it's well, yeah. as slim and crazy as it is, it's a possibility at some point, zzz, and now what? Like, hey, I got to charge my phone. Charge it to what? There's nothing to charge it to. Yeah, but, it, well, you got to have a patter, uh, portable charger. Got to have a couple of those laying around. And who are you calling? Because all their phones are dead, too. No one. It then becomes. Correct. So now. What does the phone become? Right, so now what I'm gathered by off. this conversation we have now become a society that is that needs cell phones to survive. True, almost. almost. I mean, think about it. when's the last time you saw a payphone or used one. I'm going off the grid. So when you went, <laughs> here's the thing: when you went on your vacation on the cruise ship, yeah, were you completely off the grid, or did you actually use uh, the, the the internet on the boat? I used the internet. On you the boat. did. I did. Shame. I wasn't on you. happy about it. I'm. I'm not allowed. That was one of the rules that my wife told me. Uh, you are not allowed to even sign up for the internet. And I don't know I'm, why. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going completely off the grid. When? December 30th off to the grid January for what? 5th. Oh, on vacation. Yeah, yeah you, cruise you, ship. Left, you left that part out. I yeah, you were... cruise ship. Yeah. Okay. So you yeah, just... you, when I said off the grid, I'm like, you pictured me with like sticks in my head. Yeah. <laughs> no. Army helmet and stuff. I mean, as it is, we have a, like caddies on campus for the first time in how long? Oh, my gosh. Five months almost. All right. So as it is, Something we have like a hard that. time getting you here on time. Yeah. Well, on time. Yeah. I was on time. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. You were 20 minutes late. No, I wasn't. You weren't? No. Okay. Why? Why do you believe that? Were we ready to go? Why do you believe Were you... we ready to go? Not the point. Yes, it's the point. We you, were... you didn't know that at the time. You didn't know that at the time. It don't matter. But you were late. What no, time? Was it? What time was our tea time today? Did 9.30. It was. Yes. Okay. Go to your phone. Right now. Go to okay. your phone. Read the text aloud to the patrons. What, the one you sent now? The, that don't count. No, 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 no. Last four last text night, messages. The last four between the three of us. What's it say? Uh Oh, yeah. So there's that. <laughs> My bad. Read it. What's it say? Well, hold on, though. What does If it? we're being honest, when were we originally scheduled to do it? Last night. Thank you. So oh. that's not my fault. I was flying in. I had a later arrival than I thought. We made the adjustment for what time? 
We owe it to the patrons. You have to read the text message. We're, we're, we're show of oh. honesty, if anything. All right. So we were scheduled to do it at night. And then <laughs> so, uh, it says, you sent a text message at 11 o'clock yesterday morning. And it said, I don't land till 7, pod tomorrow a.m., question mark. And you said, question mark, 915, and that would get me to my 1030 meeting. And, and Drew responded, is- Drew responded, let me see if I can get a studio, stand by. And then Drew again then texted later and said, we should be good with the studio. And then I responded, perfect. Perfect. And then what happened? And then at 9-12 today, you text and says studio, where, which studio we were supposed to be in. And then I called him at 9-28, still no sign. No, or it was correspond- 9-26. Still no sign or correspondence <laughs> from, from Caddy. And he answers his phone. I was hey, and I was all nonchalant. Hey, yeah, hey, and man, I was talk. like, "Hey, what's up?" You were like, "Where in the hell are you?" And I was like, "I'm walking right past the Starbucks here in the calf." And you screamed in nine fifteen, "Get to the studio!" and hung up on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was, Your coffee he, ain't kicking yet. He, he was so. I was. Oh, I didn't I'm understand good. why you sounded so mad and belligerent. We get here, Drew and I have a, a number of things to do today. Uh, hello. I got a flight to catch. That's why we had a 9.15. But then, <laughs> Drew and I are sitting there like, Cuss and Collins were like, why isn't he here on time? Yes. And we had this whole elaborate plan of how we were going to do the show, and then Drew doesn't think to check the system until... We had some studio issues. You know, technology happens. And so then we have to move studios, and now it didn't even matter that you were late because Ta-da. you didn't start on time. I, you know what that's called? Karma. <laughs> that's well, called, is. I understood... That things were not going to be perfect. And so when I walk in at 927, 928, it was like, where have you been? What, are you ready to go? No. <laughs> there's nothing worse than the guy that shows up late. or And is, they're not ready and anyway. Yeah. And it doesn't, now, it doesn't just chill. It doesn't impact. If you're, no, it, there's, no. <laughs> there's always a guy that when you have a tea time at 1005, shows up at 1003. He's pulling up in the parking pulling lot at 1003. Yeah. Still has to check in because yep. I'm not paying for his Doesn't ass. have his shoes on. Nothing. Yeah. And so you're like, "Oh my god, you know, Eddie's <laughs> going to kill us." And then what happens? This happened? is why we can't invite Gary. And then and then what happens? It does not like, matter hey, anyway. We're, we're backed up on tea times by right. 15 minutes. So then he has And then they to- ask him, "Hey, you want to go putt for a little bit?" You're like, "Oh, that's the wrong dude to tell that to." So then he has time to go, yeah, practice putt, <laughs> go get his diet coke, coffee, go, go to the get bathroom. a cigar. Yeah, and it's good. like, "You know what? We could have made a point with Marlette <laughs> today." And we didn't. He showed up. Guess who's still mad? Them who's- dudes that were on time. And guess who's nonchalant and not mad? Don't have that vein popping out on the forehead. <laughs> The dude who just strolls on in there. Hey, what's up, everybody? You, what's why, the why isn't that guy ever mad? Or like, why is the late guy? Uh, my brother-in-law is like that, but I think he, but now he's Bahamian, so they're on a whole different time schedule. Is that the same as Bohemian? No, Bahamian and <laughs> Bohemian completely different. You gotta watch out. For There's the a rhapsody in Bahamian. <laughs> you gotta watch out for the Bahamian people. But yeah, you can't. There, there are so many dudes in like a golf group that just. Like the guy not, that's late doesn't care. Right. And you're right, he's not stressed, but the people that are there. That are there on time waiting for this guy are jacked up and stressed out to be damned. Now, where do you weigh in on the warm-up, the golf warm-up? It, it really depends. Okay, on? It depends on where I'm playing and the situation. If I'm playing in a pro-am, yep. um... If I'm playing in a PGA Tour Pro-Am, I will warm up for 45 minutes. 
45. Yeah. For what? But it, you're not really warming up. That's the thing. You BS and Correct. I'm, I'm, I do the Freddie Couples warm up. I'm going to hit a shot. Yeah. And then I'm going to talk. This people are going to be coming over talking. Yeah. And so I really don't get a great warm up in, but it's enough to, I don't want to be at a pro am like that. I don't want to be just straight out the car. What you if, know? what if you are playing at like the Gainesville Muni? I straight out the car to the tee box. That's what I think. Yeah. I might hit a putt or two or chip every now and then. But it's like most of the time when I'm doing that, I'm just going out for a fun round. And mo- and most of those times, I don't keep score. Yeah. Because I don't – I mean, if I'm playing – like if me and you were going out, mm-hmm. we'll keep score just for fun. But it's not like we're not really having a competitive, like grinding out, let's fig- let's see who's going to walk away with $5. Right. Yeah, no, no, yeah, we're we're doing it. We're like having fun with lunch, like we're betting Correct. lunch on it. This isn't like a match to the death. Now, if it was me and you against two other guys, yeah. like now we're gonna get there early and we're gonna warm up. Yes. How much do you think? Here's the other theory I have too. I don't think practice putting before your round is that advantageous to the game. No, because most golf courses, the munis, uh, the practice green speed. Oh. Completely different That's than exactly normal. Exactly why. Not even close. Because then you get this pace going when you're warming up practice putting. And you get out and on the get course. Out there, it's not even close. It's like the greens there running the eight, and then you get out onto the course, and they're running 11. So what's the best way in your estimation for the everyday golfer, everyday dudes like us to warm up? If you have time, um, go hit a couple of wedges, five iron. Driver, if you hit five of each, five wedges, five five irons, five drivers, and that's it. And then go putt for a little bit. But here's what you have to do if you if you have that kind of time. Don't practice like I got to make this putt to the hole. Actually, don't even putt near a hole. Ah, just get your tempo down. Get a tempo down and do what um Brad Faction called practicing not caring. Interesting. That's a really hard thing to do, but you will putt your best when you are just hitting to a spot and not really caring instead of like, I have to make this putt. Instead of, I just want to putt it over this dot, and if it goes in, great. If it doesn't, whatever. You know, I have a a, a problem with the warm-up theory as well. Why would you warm up with wedges when you never tee off on T1 with a wedge? The first club you hit, Every single round, eight times out of ten, driver. Of course. Mo- well, yeah, eight times out of ten. That I is- mean, it may be a three-wood hole or a hybrid. Or it, might be, it might be a four-iron or a five-iron every now and then. You're never teeing off with a wedge, ever. No, but the reason that you warm up with a wedge first is because when you get out the car, should you grab driver and take a full swing? Yes. Probably not. <laughs> yes, Probably you not. should. You know what? When a guy gets into the boxing ring for a fight, yeah. the first punch he throws is not an uppercut haymaker. They throw a jab. I think that was an awful analogy. Okay. How many people can relate with boxing? Um. So how about this? When you start a run, you don't sprint. Think you about jog. it. How about this? All right. When a guy gets into the batter's box. Yep. Does the first swing that he take one for the fences, or does he take the weighted thing and swing nice and easy and slow? Have you seen Aaron Judge? He's still well. He's an all or nothing. But I see what you're saying. Yeah. So when you get to the range, you're cold. You know what I mean? Like we can even put it in a yoga thing. You're not going to go full 
master yoga pose when you first start or you're going to hear snap. When's the last time you did yoga? Uh, Probably about four months ago. No way. Yeah. You do yoga? Yeah. Yeah. People, that's why people are surprised as a fat dude. I can still put my hands on the floor standing. If I'm standing in a, just standing up, I can stretch down and my fingers will touch my toes and touch the floor just fine. Yeah, but you're 5'4". That, what does that have to do with anything? It shouldn't be that hard, right? Yeah, it's much harder. This is what a chiropractor, this is a great analogy. A chiropractor said dudes like you, little skinny guys, will come in and be like, oh, man, it's going to be tough cracking my back. And the chiropractor will laugh and be like, let me tell you what's hard to crack, a fire hydrant, which is me. <laughs> so, so, wait, back to, back to you doing yoga. Like, what got you into it? Like, does it help for golf? Yeah, and it actually helps for uh, relaxation. It's a really good thing to do in the morning because really? it's breathing. So do you do it in the morning? No. <laughs> no. But when I was when I started doing it it was great because they actually started they were doing it at school and they had the they had kids doing it and they noticed that kids were doing better in school with focus and just being able to chill right. instead of being all jacked up after they would do yoga in the morning. Interesting. Yeah, so I was like, I could try that, and I asked the yoga, their the kids' yoga instructor that was at the school. Yep. I was like, Hey, could you show me like some poses and stuff? And she was like, Sure, if you want to get into it. And then she was, like, I have a class, and I was like, I ain't doing it in front of people. I've always, you know who tried to get me into yoga first, and I said no. Who? Robin Givens, Mike really? Tyson's ex-wife. Oh, I'm aware of her work. I met her in Atlanta, and I was ironically met her in an elevator when I was coming from Whole Foods and had these healthy snacks, and she was looking at me going. Oh, that's so good. I'm going to a hot yoga class. You want to come? And I was like, wait, 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 nah. Wait, 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 wait. Did she know who you were? Nah. It, you were a perfect stranger. At the time, I was I was doing Sirius XM. So she you had were, no clue. So you're a perfect stranger. Perfect Robin Givens is just asking you to go to hot yoga with I'm you. in Atlanta at for the tour championship yeah. at a hotel in downtown Atlanta. And Robin Givens gets on the elevator and stuff as I'm holding all my Whole Foods stuff. And we just, we going up to like the 15th floor or something and just have this fantastic conversation about hot yoga. And in, I was like, well, what's the, the difference the between regular yoga? You were in the elevator? Yeah. What's regular yoga to hot yoga? She was like, oh, it's like 103 degrees. Yeah. I would course. do the hot yoga. Would you? Yeah. I like heat. I'm a desert kid. That's true. But you know. So how did this conversation end? Did you say no? I was like, I don't think I'm going to do it right now, but I would, I might try sometime, but I don't want to start with hot yoga. Do you think she saw you and it took her back to her Mike Tyson days? Like this guy. Not even a little bit. <laughs> Not even a little bit. I am so unthreatening and unassuming. There is nothing menacing about me at all. I wouldn't think so. Even if I'm mean mugging. Yeah. I don't. I ain't got the Mike Tyson. Yeah, you're not. Mug. No one sees you, and like they they see you and they laugh or smile. Yeah, yeah. The only time that I might look menacing is if I have a hoodie on and I'm shopping somewhere by myself. We should try that with you. We're when we get the video element of Maddie and Caddy oh, up and yeah. running, we should try that with you. Like throw you in a hoodie at a golf course and see how many people don't let you on. It's that the, it's not that they don't let me on. So if you on, went on to a golf course in a hoodie and kind of looked a little bit out of place, yeah. no one would come up to you and say anything. If I'm in a hoodie and look a little out of place, it's amazing how many people go, hey, how you doing? What you doing here? How you doing? Yeah, you got the beard. It's the beard. Yes, of course. Like that beard could get you on a couple of watch lists. This beard has gotten me more, and I'm doing air quotes, random <laughs> things at the airport 
I walk through TSA now, even at pre-check and clear that, ding, yeah. oh, you've been randomly selected. Can we <laughs> go through your, yeah, all right, go ahead. Yeah, what a Every now and then I want to go, okay, go ahead, just <laughs> to make them even more uncomfortable. Yeah, but I've flown through your airport. You've got that whole airport on salary. You're not doing anything through that airport. Nah, not in my home airport. Yeah, I love the Gainesville my, Airport's yeah, got a gate. Yeah, and everybody there knows me, which is awesome. You, you probably should, how how like when you when your normal flight, let's say you're on a 10 a.m. flight and it boards at 9:45. What time are you showing up at your home airport? 9:20, 9:25. If I ain't got any bags, you'll be proud of me. Oh, good. No check bags this trip. Really? See, look at that. No checked bags. Michael packs like Rose did on the Titanic. <laughs> In the movie Titanic, that's how he. She packed. didn't have enough stuff for that trip. That's how. <laughs> you know what? If she would have had more stuff, Leo would have lived. Yeah, I bet. she wouldn't have thrown. He would have had something to yeah, float on. Seriously, I hate that chick. Guys, what did she I'm do? Not that watching to that movie. You can't. You this is can't. why I haven't watched that movie. I'm never going to. Can't let Jack float to the bottom of the ocean. All right, coming up next, I'm Eddie and Caddy. We are going to help you, the patron, shop or throw hints at your significant other's uh, man or woman of golfing gifts this season. Andrew Brooks has the list. We'll tell you yay or nay. Coming up next on Maddie and the Caddy. All right, welcome back. Maddie and the Caddy. We are taping this on Thursday, December 13th. Is we- your Christmas shopping done? My Christmas shopping hasn't started. <laughs> We're 12 Good, days neither. from Christmas. Good. All right, so okay, we uh, we would like to help uh, you, the patron, with gift ideas uh, whether or not they are worthy of being under your tree on Christmas morning. Our producer, Andrew Brooks, has a list of some that we will discuss. Andrew, fire away. All right, holiday gift guide. What are you guys buying? I'm going to start with personalized golf balls. I know Maddie likes Maddie on his top flights. Do you guys buy personalized golf balls? How many times have I, I told like you? I Maddie on my pinnacles. I was just going to say, how many times have I told you it's pinnacle gold? <laughs> Personalized golf balls, I say okay for a stocking stuffer like a sleeve. I think it's a waste of money. You can't buy a sleeve of personalized golf balls. You have to buy at least two dozen. See, that's the trick. Yeah, but I I love the idea of giving them as a gift. Yes, giving them as a gift. Would you ask for them? N- no. I, st- I don't know. No. I'm not asking. I would never ask for golf balls as a Christmas gift. So here's how we'll here's how we'll do it. It'll be birdie is a slam dunk. Yes. Yeah. Par is like you know what, that's good. And bogey's like stay away. So what would you give personalized golf balls? Giving as a gift, birdie. Asking for as a gift, just double. Don't double bogey. Okay, fair enough. Or right, you know those fancy socks that have Jack Nicholas on them, or your favorite double golfer? bogey. All around. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 no. No, let, let, let him finish the game. Right. You're not buying stance socks? You don't like them? I didn't say I don't like stance socks, but here's the problem with the socks that have the pictures on them. Are you wearing them with shorts? You should. <laughs> no, you should. Uh, unless you're mowing your lawn in flip-flops. I'm going par. I think these Would you be- ask for those? So, like, the no. Caddyshack, the Caddyshack socks. There's one with Rodney Dangerfield on one pair yeah. that have those, and there's a pair that have the groundhog. Yeah. I have both, but I didn't ask for them. But what did you? What was your reaction when you got them? 
I was like, oh, these are kind of cool. Unfortunately, right. no one's going to see when I have them on because I'm going to wear them with pants. Why did you wear them with shorts? Have you? Have you? Because I don't. The only have time, you seen how you dress? The <laughs> the only time that I wear long socks with shorts is if they're compression socks and I'm flying across the country. Okay, so <laughs> I we don't have the time to get into that, Drew. Like these, the I like these socks. I would wear them on air to work. Like you don't need you to wear, wear shorts at work. You don't need to wear them golfing. Well, you need fancy them. socks all the time. Yeah, Who's like, going to see? The point of those socks is for people to see them and be like, oh, those are then cool. Then what's the point of lingerie? No one else sees it. You just know what's under there. You wearing plain white underwear? Hold right. on a second, man. If you do, if don't you don't get to see lingerie, if you don't get to see no, it, you ain't doing it right. If she's wearing it to like work or what. Not only she knows what's under there. She's not doing it for the, the off. I'm not wearing these fun socks for everyone. Why would you be me. wearing good lingerie to work? Because... Happy, you like, hey. happy hour about to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game. I don't think you got lingerie correct. Um, Mike, you kind of said it already, but what do you guys feel about the Bluetooth speaker? Birdie, eagle. Eagle. All of it. Eagle. Ask for it. Ask for it. Give it as a gift. Make sure it's a good one. Don't get that cheap one either. If you play at a place that doesn't like it or you play with people that don't like music, they're not your don't, friends. Don't yeah. play with them anymore. They're not your friends, and that is not your golf course. That's an eagle. Yeah. Are golf lessons a good holiday gift? Also a birdie. I think like if 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 your significant other, if your significant other comes to you, it's like, hey, what did you want? Or hey, you're you're a woman golfer, and your husband comes up to you, what do you want? If they ask that, like, hey, I'd, I'd love to ask for a package of lessons just to get out there and go go hit with a pro on a range to get some help. I'll give that a par. Okay, that's a good grade. I'll give it a par. All right, what about indoor putting green for those of us that, uh, you know, live in the Northeast where it's zero degrees outside? Birdie. I'll give it a birdie, but you 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 can only give that or ask that if you actually have room. If you ask for a gift like that and then your wife goes, where are you putting that? Well, right here in the living room. What about when guests come over? Well, they better be able to putt. When they come to the house, that's then it's a, then it's a bogey. Yeah, but here in the Northeast, we have basements. That's true. There's no basement, basement in Florida. No. Well, there are, but the people that live down there. Yeah, so I'm going. That that's a good one. I'd go birdie on that one as well. Uh, yeah, that's that's a birdie. for the Northeast. If you live anywhere where it's warm year round, you should always be playing outside. anywhere that has a basement. Birdie for someone who's trapped in my house until May. Yeah, you want one of those? Yeah. All right, back to apparel. What do you feel about white golf pants? Birdie, birdie. What's your? You said that with a little head tail. What's yeah, I don't wear any. I don't wear white pants because I get dirty. I, I seriously, and, and that's the answer. If I put on a pair of white pants, they're going to be on for five minutes before they're covered in something. So they're dirty before you get out of the house, w- without question. And if not that, once I hit, uh, you know, take some practice swings and wipe off the club <laughs> face and then wipe it on my pants. It's, oh ooh, yeah, nah. yeah. I'll say this about Ed Brooksy: when he shows up to a golf course, he looks like Eminem, like he's wearing baggy stuff. He doesn't golf apparel. He didn't show up looking like he can play, but then he's he gets to the fa- first tee. He's the dude you don't bet. Yeah, and then he's a stick. Correct. Yeah. I just like to blend in. I don't. I'm not screaming like, "Hey, I'm a golfer." I just. I Most show guys up that I... show up dressed that way are horrible golfers anyway. That's true. That's why my game, my <laughs> clothing game, is on point. You know, here would be my question: How about this for a Christmas gift? White golf belt. And I have a reversible one. 
Yeah, oh. I have a gray one. I've got. Oh, I'm you, one. I've got. Yeah, so disappointed. Reversible, Why? A reversible. I've got belt. one too. Draw with you. You're good. Oh, uh, you guys are and horrible. I, I love TJ Maxx, but I ain't wearing no reversible belt. I so I, I so where are white we? pants, Bernie? Remember, okay, remember back like I'd say was it five years ago? Like you really started to see them show up on tour, and then they became a thing where everyone was wearing them. And then are no. we going back? Because shoe color changed for a while too, big time. I, I dig the white pants, but you can get white pants in really nice material. That, you know who makes good pants? Oakley. Yeah, Oakley makes a good pant. Yeah, I've they make some, really some, good. I've got a white pant from Oakley that Adidas makes some really good golf pants too. Maybe I'll treat you to at the Masters. Ooh, Next gift. All right, all right. Um, we've all seen the commercial on TV. How do you feel about the T-less driver? Michael, I think it's a bogey. That is a triple bogey. My favorite part about that commercial is you can they they'll say you can use it off the tee. It's the tealess driver. Is that our boy Noda? Who I think did, so. Is that Noda? Why? Huh? How do you feel about that? I the, would. The I would. I would clubs? buy that as a joke gift. So the gadget. That's a good question. So that call kind of falls in the line of gadget golf club. How do you feel about those in general? No. I mean, I know our, our friend Andy North, the square strike. Right. Does he have one in his bag? <laughs> no. No, he doesn't have one in his bag. And I'll every time you. I talk to him, like, he gets so mad because hey. I will rip him mercilessly about the square strike. I'll do it with I him. Know he ain't got it. I'll do it with him on TV. I'll be like, joined now by Mr. Square Strike. Andy. <laughs> right. but, but maybe some people need help with. Around the green, have we tried? Should we demo one? Can Square Strike send us one? That's so. We should start doing Maddie and Caddy demos on. Let me Instagram. ask you a question. You think Frank Thomas is really popping Nugenics every day? I don't know. No, he ain't popping no Nugenics every day. I've seen Andy use the Square Strike in the commercial. Correct in the commercial, because guess what? They so are writing out. you a check while that camera's right so there. You're out on Gadget Club. Do not buy unless you're doing it as a gag for fun. Do not do that. So don't. you're saying if people legitimately need help, don't. Well, see. my friend is a bad chipper, so I'm going to buy him the chipper. You only got 14 <laughs> clubs. You wasting one of them on that right there? What, what if it works? It doesn't. How do, how do you know? How do you know? Because it is very easy to learn how to chip. You do not need a specific club for only one oh, purpose. Please tell us, Phil Mickelson. How's it so easy? What do you do? There are tricks that you can. There are tricks that you can do to teach yourself how to do it. Okay. By giving yourself that crutch. That's now. That's true. Think about this. If I buy you a car, yeah, and I buy you an automatic, and then tell you, "Come on, man, you got to drive a stick." You're gonna be like, I, "What? I, I have no clue." But if I teach you how to drive on a stick shift. And go, hey, you want to drive an automatic? You'll be like, yeah, it's easy. I got that. I'll get, I, I might give you that analogy. Not bad. Yeah, because right. you want to learn learn how to do it correctly first. What's the most gimmicky thing you've bought for golf? I know mine, and it was, it was about I, a decade ago I that I gave it a try with. I don't think I've ever bought anything gimmicky for golf. When you first started. Mm. I tried those brush tees for a minute. <laughs> 
Nah, because I've been to <laughs> I I love going to the merchandise show in yeah, February. Oh, I love the merch show. I love going to the new product and the new the small booths yeah. and just going booth to booth, going you ain't gonna be here next year, and <laughs> you won't be, and you're gonna be working at Target. And can we do a Maddie and the Caddy from the merch show this year? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Yeah. All right, Drew Brooks. We actually might be down there that week. All right. So. All right, I have two more. Okay. okay. One, like uh, we've been talking about, but how do you feel about funny sweaters or, or T-shirts? Well, I had golf, a like, ugly, golf sayings and stuff like that. Oh, the, uh, ugly sweaters are awesome. I had an ugly sweater Christmas party this past week. It was great. Oh, yeah. the invite must have gotten yeah, that, lost Yeah, we, we, we didn't mail. have that. That's funny. Interesting. For right. my wife's job. What are we going to say? Plus two coming from Florida and you, stuff? Well, you, again, you buried the lead. You, yeah. could, you wouldn't be a good headline writer. No. You would I'm, have said, oh, I was at my wife's company party last week, and they had a bad sweater. So what did you wear? I had a sweater that had a dinosaur on it, and because the dinosaur has little arms, the sleeves of the dinosaur sweaters were way hanging off. And my wife, I got her funny. a cat sweater, which was the and the cat was, like, coming out the tree with the fangs out and everything. It was horrific looking. I'm a big fan of where, where golf fashion has gone anyway. Like our friends at William Murray, they've yeah. got a fun line. And we see lines that are everywhere. Fun, that are not fun, ugly. right? Yeah. Drew, but that gimmicky that, sweater, I'm going to say. Like, there was, there was one I saw. I know I think it's a bar stool thing that makes Sundays great again. There's some Christmas sweaters going around there. Yes. There's some sweaters for Christmas yes. making in the Tiger fist pump. I'll give it a par. Okay. Drew? Golf ball whiskey chillers. The ones that you freeze and put in the exactly. birdie. Awesome. Par. Not awesome. What? Not bad. Neutral. Par. Nice As a cheap stocking gift. stuffer. Yeah. As a stocking stuffer for a golfer. Oh, that's perfect. And now you're saying... I know we can have a drink together. You freeze them things up. Let How about me... just go to a bar and say have a drink together? I don't know why you got to have golf balls. Because you go to class. a bar. You know what? Because when you leave the bar, what do you have? Hey, Merry Christmas. Yeah. What are Merry you taking Christmas. home? This was fun. So you need a receipt for like, so you want to drop golf balls in your scotch every time you drink it? You know what? If we're doing something Christmas together yeah. and we leave and we have a great night, you know what you have? Something to remind you of that great night. Golf, uh, ball, golf balls in my scotch. Frozen ice cubes, man, in your... <laughs> You're right. It's the gift that keeps on giving. You're yes. Right. Frozen at, pinnacles, Matt. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Nothing washes down in vodka on the rocks <laughs> frozen pinnacles. All right, I'll give it a party. Use it a party. What do you got next? Uh, I can make up another one. Uh, how about, like, uh, Tiger Woods book? Like, are I, we giving golf books away? No. the holidays? No. No. Do not... Bogey? Do, you're not giving away Ben Hogan's how to. I'm not going to say bogey, but I'm going to say par. So a, a book. Here's what's beautiful about a book is a book is something you should give not as a holiday gift. Okay. That's a that for me to me a book is a lazy holiday gift. Lazy. So I I love I love giving people books. Yeah. But I think a book is a great gift to give just because. So you, if you know that you play with a perpetual head case, and for Christmas you're not Bob Rotella, yeah, like, you're not going to golf is not a game of perfect. You're not going to give them that. Why would I do? Here's the thing: if I give that as a Christmas gift, it's cruel. Why? You're because I let his, you go. How you're long? Out for his or her mental well being. Well, I let you go. How long being golf crazy? Be like means I had to put up with you forever, and I waited till Christmas. Here you go. Before we go play next spring, check it out. I've got one for you. All right. Good gift to give someone like a cluster of plays at a particular golf course. 
That's a good gift. I got to birdie. Yeah, that's get, a birdie. You know, I've done that for my dad. A gift card. The Scottsdale courts. Like kind of like, card, yeah, yeah kind of like a gift card or or a like a gift play. What about a, three rounds at such and such? A play. top golf gift play. Yeah, that would be a good one too. That I, think I so. would give that a birdie. A top golf gift card. That's a birdie. How do you feel about head cover sets? Like Matt was just at the commencement uh, for the Arizona State. Like, what if we got him Sun Devil head cover sets? <sighs> Dicey. I don't know that I'd throw Sparky on all my clubs. See, that's the problem. You don't give the set. You would only give one. If you were going to give a head cover, you would give either the driver cover or a three-wood cover. So, like, he loves his Arby's fries head cover. Yeah, dude. He thinks it's the greatest thing ever. If you I don't to- have to think it is. I get more compliments on it than anything else. If you else. gave that to me, I wouldn't use it. I know you wouldn't because you don't even eat curly fries. You just <laughs> one of them skinny dudes and be like, hey, can I get a head cover that's got salad on the top of it? <laughs> hey, what do you I gotta, maybe we can find one of those. What do you have? If anybody roll. out there listening to Maddie and the Caddy can find a head cover that's got salad with like some grilled salmon, then we should get one of those. All right, so I want to tease next week's pod, but I'm not. Yes. I'm still not sure logistically how this is going to go down because I do want to take calls from this week. We of put course, the number. I don't know how we're going to do that unless there's a deadline for them to call and we can use them. Going in, just when, call into the number because next week it is your birthday celebration. It, it is call in. I, I will forward you guys all of the emails and Great. MP3s yes. so that you can see them. We'll add cool. them to the podcast. We'll make it work. All right. So eight six zero five zero six six zero one two. We are, we will be on location in in West Palm Beach celebrating the, the birthday. Yeah. How how do you feel? Are you are you feeling like I can't believe I'm hitting four zero? Yeah, I am. I am are you that way? Because I've been young forever. You're yeah. always young, right? You're always yeah. in your twenties or thirties. Now, in a week from today, December twentieth, that's Every, gone. It, gone. You, everything you, when they say how old are you starts with a four. Right now, from here on out, you're four, five, and six. <laughs> One, two, and three is always good. You know you're past the halfway point, but I average wise, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at halftime. Thank you for making it feel even better. Yeah, but pretty soon you'll be able to shoot your own score or shoot your own age. Hey, you're right. Hey, on, on each side, forty and forty and eighty. <laughs> and yeah, you could do that. All right. So, mm-hmm. so what we're gonna do is we're gonna be down there. We're playing at one of Jack's courses. First off, oh yeah, congratulations you. to you. Yeah, the dude who doesn't get one guy's phone number ever, ever, ever. Gets a video text birthday message from the goat Jack Nicholas, yeah. which was I. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I was so <laughs> jealous. He's basic, I'm happy and jealous at the same. He's time. essentially helping us pick which of his yeah. courses we're gonna play. Yeah. So we had fun with that. We're gonna we'll, we're gonna we think we're gonna do the podcast from the course that morning. Yeah, we'll That's, do half and half. We'll we should record half of the podcast before we play and half after we play. Yes, we will. And so that, that'll be fun. Um, and what have I told you about my number thing? I only get the numbers that I need to have. People need to, they, they have me. I'm not like you. I'm not promiscuous with numbers. Man, I hope 137 podcasts from now, the lights go off. <laughs> oh, cause I'm not. And as 10. your battery's dying, yeah, you wait. ain't got no one to call. <laughs> like, wait a, who wait you to bring call? it full circle. <laughs> All right. So give us a call. Look forward to that element next week. Uh, we look forward to the, uh, on-course celebration, which my buddies are going to be at. We're going to have fun. Oh, my gosh. We're yes. going to have fun. Uh, so, for the caddy. Michael Collins. I am the Maddie. I hope we helped you out with your holiday shopping. We probably didn't, but either way, we had fun doing We're it. We're not done either. We appreciate the uh, download, subscription, and the rate. 
As always, the social media at Maddie and Caddy, M-A-T-T-Y and C-A-D-D-I-E. Instagram and Twitter. We'll talk to you next week, hopefully from the course on the day that I become old forever. <laughs> Thanks for the listen. Thanks for listening to Maddie and the Caddy. Check out more great ESPN podcasts in the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maddie and the Caddy.